Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I am your host, Megan Hall, founder of Megan Hall Motivation. I motivate and inspire women to create their own version of a thriving life. And on this podcast, I'm going to connect you with inspirational women who will share their real stories and chat about topics relevant to today's modern women. Don't forget to join our virtual community on Facebook, the Inspire Women Community. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Hey everybody, it is just me today. I often get asked questions about how are you so positive, Megan? Like, how do you stay positive? How, 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 how? How are you so happy all the time? How are you so bubbly all the time? And if you've ever met me in person that you know, like, naturally I'm a happy, bubbly person, very positive, very light in the world. But that doesn't mean I'm like that every day. I do wanna share a lot of tips and um, things I've discovered about positive thinking that might help you along the way. But I do wanna share with you that in a previous episode, I talked about this, and I'll link it up in the show notes. If you've never checked out the show notes, you can find them in, at inspiredwomenpodcast.com or by clicking on the podcast that you're listening to right now in iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play. Usually, if you click like the, the graphic for the podcast, that you can pick it up that way uh, and see the different links and stuff that I share over there. But I'll link up the depression mental health podcast that I made. So I'm not always, I have struggled with depression almost all my life, but that is not something that makes me a negative thinker as much as you might think it is. Like where you're like, oh, if you're, you know, you struggle with depression, you must be a negative thinker. I'm actually a pretty positive person. And when I am really in the zone with my positive thinking, I find that depression does not bother me as much as it does normally. You know, most of my life, and I just turned 31 recently, I struggled with depression. But I also struggled with these thoughts and feelings inside of myself. But now I find that, you know, with the power of positive thinking, I'm not cured of my depression. I still definitely struggle with it at times, but I do not struggle as deeply or as often as I used to. So I wanna share with you guys all some tips and tricks and happy thoughts that will help you become a positive thinker as well. It's not a magical formula that I have it and you don't have it and that we're born positive or, you know, anything like that. You know, I'm either born, you know, seeing the world half full or half empty. It's, It's something that we can learn and cultivate just like everything else, just like confidence, just like, you know, success. All of those things are not something that are beyond our reach. They are actually things that we can learn along the way. And I definitely want with this podcast for you to learn from people's stories, but also for you to learn from the topics that we share so that you don't ever feel like something is beyond your reach. Like you can't achieve something um, because somebody else has it, but you can't have it. No, it definitely is not like that. But there's a lot of things that go into being a positive person, being a you know happy maybe you don't want to be bubbly person, but you know, a happy, positive person. And usually the people that you see that are happy are generally positive and vice versa. Like positive people are generally happy as well. So the first thing that I wanted to share with you guys when it comes to positive thinking and being positive is taking care of yourself and 
We've talked about self-care previously on the podcast. I'll definitely share that episode as well. And I know self-care has become quite a buzzword, you know, where you're like, yeah, self-care, wah, 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 wah. And a lot of times there's a lot of misconception on what self-care really is. And it really boils down to you taking care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, mind, body, soul, all of it, the entire you. You know, you are an entire being and it's about taking care of yourself. You know, making sure that you make that time for yourself so that you can perform at your optimal level. And I don't mean like optimal level, like you're gonna complete a Spartan race, but optimal level where you feel good, you're happy, you're positive, you know, all of that 95% of the time. It's completely possible. I know things are gonna come up. Sometimes things are gonna come up, they're beyond our control. It's really gonna mess with us, but it's easier to bounce back when you're taking care of yourself. If you're not taking care of yourself, you will feel like crap. And when you feel like crap, you have a really hard time being positive. Think about it. Have you ever like hurt yourself or gone through surgery or had any of that where you've really struggled to be positive? Our recent podcast guest, Dawn Matter, she's actually the episode before this one. Definitely tune in. It's very inspirational, but she struggles with an incurable lung disease. Incurable lung disease. And if you are friends with her on Facebook, which I am, She is one of the more positive people I've ever met. But I can tell like on those days that, you know, she's really not feeling well, she kind of stays off of like posting things because I know as well as anybody else, that's, it's a struggle when you're not feeling well to struggle to be positive. It's a struggle to be happy. In all reality, you just want to yell at people like, I'm in so much pain. You know, my husband, um, he occasionally has migraines, which Luckily, I've never had any, so I don't know what it's like. I've had a headache, but I don't know what a migraine is, you know, and I can tell the days that he has one, you know, as in often as that is, but I can tell when he has one because he's a little crankier, you know, his his attitude might not be as positive as, as it normally is. So taking care of ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, that's really going to help us be positive. You need to find those things that are going to help you. You know, definitely tune into that podcast episode that I did on self-care. I talk all about this. I talk about the things that you can do, the things you can't do, but you got to figure out what works best for you because life is not one size fits all. We have all have different genes. We all have different beliefs. We all have different lifestyles. You know, it's about finding what works best for you. What's going to fill your bucket when it comes to your physical, mental, and emotional health? Like the self-care thing should be things that make you feel better, not things that make you feel worse. And maybe you're like, but exercise makes me feel worse, Megan. In the long run, it makes you feel better because it helps with your body. But yes, of course, in the short run, it's not going to make you feel really good. So the biggest thing I want you to take away is I, I want you to realize that Taking care of yourself is the very first step of positive thinking, you know, making that time to, for yourself. And I know this can be hard, especially if you're listening and you're a mom and you're like, but I have to take care of my kids and I have to take care of my spouse and I have to do all these things. I understand. I've been there too. There was many, many, many years I, I spent just like fueling my family, but I found myself empty inside so freaking miserable and I struggled so bad. When I started to learn to take care of myself, things got a lot easier. That positive thinking is not something that you'd have seen in me if you'd met me like four or five years ago. Maybe spurts of it. I was definitely wouldn't say I was always negative, but I struggled with positivity when I 
you know, four or five years ago when I wasn't taking care of myself. So I want you to start with, you know, making that time for yourself. Even if right now you just start with baby steps. Take 15 minutes a day or something that's going to induce stuff that's going to fulfill you physically, mentally, and emotionally. This doesn't have to be a five-hour event. It really does not have to take that long. What I do every day, and I've worked up to it, maybe it's like an hour and a half tops, if that, like, you know, and I worked up to that. I It took me time to get there. So self-care is definitely the first thing that I want you to focus on when it comes to positivity. The next thing I want you to focus on is like, who are you surrounding yourself with? The people that you are around can significantly affect your mindset, your positive, your negative mindset, whatever mindset. If you are constantly surrounding yourself with people who are draining you or they're putting you down or they're constantly negative and feeding into that, energy is contagious and it will rub off on you eventually. You know, if if you're around this friend and you know we've all had that friend every time you talk to them, all they do is complain and they talk about how awful their life is and they have a victim mentality and they struggle, struggle, struggle with that. And, you know, after you leave them each time, you're like, oh my gosh, I feel so drained right now. That eventually is going to rub off on you. Unhappy people want other people to be unhappy too. Not consciously, but because they don't want to feel alone. None of us want to feel alone in our struggles. So in a way, unconsciously, we try to bring other people down to our levels. Like, you have to be here too because this is where I'm at. You know, I used to be one of those people too where I felt like that, that I had to bring other people down to my level. And I'm like, come on, come down to where I was. And I didn't do it consciously, but I do remember doing those things. You know, I do remember going through that and posting like, oh, Facebook loves to remind me of how negative I was with my posts. You know, that Facebook likes to show you like your day in the life of whatever, you know, six, seven, ten years ago. (laughs) And I look at it and I'm like, what was wrong with that woman? She's so negative. But I realized I was a very unhappy person and I was surrounding myself, particularly during the time that it was my um, abusive relationship, I was surrounding myself with somebody that was constantly putting me down, making me feel less than, you know, that sort of thing. And it's really, really hard to be around people like that. We need to have those people that are going to lift us up. We need five positive experiences to negate every one negative experience we have. So think about the people you're surrounding yourself with. Are they more positive than negative? Or are they more negative than positive? And we really need to reevaluate. That doesn't mean that we might have to like cut that relationship out immediately. That can simply mean you might have to have a conversation. You might have to put up some boundaries so that that negative negativity does not affect you as a person. It's very important that we're surrounded by people who are going to lift us up, who are going to make us feel better. And if you really are looking for a positive, supportive community, come join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. Just search the Inspired Women community. I'll also link that up in the show notes. But yeah, you know, being around those people where you see the, you know, constant positive, Post now, I'm not saying we're never going to have a bad day. I have bad days. I try my best not to like let my bad days bleed into other people because it's really not my right to like, I'm going to ruin your day because my day is shitty. But, you know, it's about like more positive than negative. That's really what it comes down to. I've had this habit lately of deleting people off Facebook because all I see is negative, 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 unkind, nasty posts. And I'm like, this is not the place for this. I mean, yes, I truly believe that we shouldn't just have our highlight reel. We should share our struggles. 
But when your struggles are you bashing somebody else or just saying, woe is me, I always say there's a difference between a survivor mentality and a victim mentality. And when you're posting, think about being in a survivor mentality. Like, I've been through this. You can get through this too. Versus a victim mentality, which is like, poor me. Life sucks. Everything's awful. Because that's just going to help fuel that negative mindset. It's just going to help feel that negative mindset in you. And you don't want that. I know that we, it feels awful when we're in that negative mindset because it's like drowning. You feel like you're drowning, right? You feel like you're drowning in all this negativity. Like, how can I just get out? I can see the light at the surface of the water. How can I get up there? You know, that's what it feels like when you're in that negative, that negative mentality. So being around people who will lift you up, who believe in you, who you can trust, who make you feel better. Relationships are crucial in our ability to thrive in life. Healthy relationships are crucial in our ability to thrive in life. That means, you know, having a variety of friendships. That means having a healthy marriage or romantic relationship if you're in one. That means having a good relationships with our family if we are around them. And you know what? I have family members who I've had to distance myself from on occasion. I've had family members that I don't talk to very often because, you know, sometimes that negativity like really just sucks the life out of me. And as much as their family and their blood and, you know, many of us were brought up with the the whole mindset of like, we're blood, we need to stick together. No, like you are a person and you have the right to have boundaries and be around people who are going to make you feel better and who are going to lift you up and who are positive, a positive force in your life, who are a positive force in your life. And that can even be like business relations or like customer relations and stuff like that. I've had to teach my clients to build, have boundaries with their clients and with, you know, their teams and stuff like that. So that when somebody's having a bad day, that doesn't affect us because we're all going to have bad days, but that doesn't give us the right to allow that to bleed into other people. So surrounding yourself, the second step is surrounding yourself with positive people who are going to help you maintain that positive mindset. Super, super, super important. The next thing is like, what are you feeding your mind? What are you feeding your mind? If you are feeding your mind junk after junk after junk, if all you're doing is watching the news, which is nine times out of 10, negative city. I mean, the news is just, I can't even handle it. Like I can't, we didn't have like uh, satellite or cable or anything for the longest time. And now we do, but I avoid the news channel, like the plague. I try to watch happy news. I'm not saying that I'm like completely blocked myself off from ever like listening to any news because it's very important to be cognizant of what's going around the the world. But I am very conscious about when I look at that stuff because if I'm already in a negative mindset and then I go look at something like that, let me tell you, it is not going to help me in any way, shape or form. It's actually going to make everything so much worse, especially if I'm like feeling like I'm being sucked down the depression rabbit hole. I'm bound to get more depressed watching that. Like this morning I woke up and for some reason I'm now on the Huffington Post uh, email list. I don't know how that happened. I probably opted in somewhere which is great, you know, because they do, they share a mixture of like good and bad and ugly and stuff. But this morning, there was a post about the president, you know, our current president, President Trump. 
And I was like, I can't, I can't handle this right now. I can't read this because I'm definitely going to just get pissed off and it's not going to give me a good day. So I'm just like, nope, not today, Satan. I am not paying attention to this (laughs) because I have to be cognizant of what's going inside my mind. I'm not saying that I never watch like horror movies or (laughs) that I never, you know, surround myself with angry music but it's really really conscious of me when I do it I have to make sure that I'm in the right mindset I'll tell you one thing and I've I've told my friends this before like I really don't like really don't like angry music like angry like screaming music but I I don't mind you know listening to it once in a while like, I really don't mind listening to it once in a while. But one time we went to see a friend of mine's band. And their band's, like, very cute. I love it. It's very positive. I shouldn't say cute. Cute's not the right word. But it's very positive. It's a really nice band. I really enjoy listening to them. But the problem is, is right after they played, there was a metal band that came on. And the vibe in the entire place quickly changed very quickly changed because the vibe went from like high vibe happy to like angry people and it wasn't the band but it was the people that I was attracting you know like then people were punching each other shoving each other like getting violent and I'm like I gotta go I gotta go right now because it wasn't the kind of thing that I want to fill my mind with I'm not bashing anything like that sometimes I listen to music that's not super positive but there's, I have to be very conscious of it. I have to be in the right mood. I have to be already high vibe and super positive in order to fill my mind with that. So we have to be very conscious of like, what are we feeding our mind? What are we reading regularly? Like, what are we watching regularly? What are we listening to regularly? You know, and especially if you're filling your mind with things that are just negativity, negativity, negativity. That's why, you know, I started like deleting and hiding people on social media because I'm like, if all I see is one negative post after another, I, you know, that that can affect me after a while. Energy is contagious. I can't stress that enough. So really being cognizant of like, what are you putting in your mind? You know, what are you reading? What are you listening to? What are you, what is the things that you're putting in your mind? Are you listening to like, if you listen to podcasts, I encourage you to listen to this podcast because it's very positive and amazing. But maybe there's, I'm sure there's podcasts out there that aren't positive and amazing. Maybe they're negative. Maybe they are angry or whatever it might be. Be very choosy when it comes to filling your mind with that sort of thing. Like make sure you're already in a really positive mindset so that sort of thing isn't going to affect you. And be very choosy about when you're going, I keep saying cognizant, choosy, whatever, whatever you want to say. Be very cognizant about how often you're putting that in your mind. Remember that five to one ratio? You want more five positive things per negative thing that you have so that you can negate it. So that you can negate it. Let's talk about like positive self-talk. This is something that we all struggle with. Let's be honest. I struggle with this too. I have this, I even wrote a blog post about it and I'll link it up in the show notes about how mean my inner voice can be sometimes. And that's because like over years and years and years and years, I developed that mean inner voice, like that inner mean girl. She exists. She developed over time. I can tell you when I was a little kid, she did not exist. But over time, over listening to other people, over being infiltrated with all of the things that are out there and all the different 
media sources and stuff like that, I tell you what, media sources are probably one of the biggest things that can affect like our mental state, especially when it comes to women and comes to our weight. Holy moly, right? Like, I know there are real women out there that are a size zero. I've met them. Like, they don't starve themselves. They're naturally like that. Their metabolisms are awesome, and that's awesome. But then there's also a good majority of women who are not. And we feel so self-conscious about ourselves because, like, we don't look like that model that's on the cover of the magazine. And actually, in all reality, that model doesn't look like the model that's on the cover magazine because, you know, all of the different filtering apps and photoshopping that they do to things like that you know they set us up for failure in a way because we think that oh real people look like that and we're like no they didn't really look like that that day they just got photoshopped real good i watched a video one time where somebody photoshopped a pizza into a picture of a model it was very interesting i'm like so photoshop can do magical things and it really sets us sets us up for failure. And it sets us up for that negative self-talk. Like, oh, you're so fat. Or, oh, you're an awful mom. Because, you know, you see, like, you watch television or something like that. And you're like, I don't mom like that. Or you read news articles or whatever. When you see this picture-perfect, you know, mom moment. And you're like, I don't do that. Like, I suck. Or Pinterest. Oh, Pinterest makes me feel like a really bad mom because I don't, I don't do those things. You know, a lot of that media and everything, like, it just encourages our negative self-talk. But there's lots of ways that you can overcome this negative self-talk. It's a habit, right? It, like any habit, we just have to replace it with a good habit. Now, I'm not saying you're going to be able to completely demolish and completely get rid of that negative voice inside your head. You, know, It's still going to pop up now and then. But we can significantly decrease that negative voice inside our head and tell her like, hey, listen, I understand when you need to speak up and save me from whatever this thing might be that you need to save me from, but I really don't need you to speak up during these times, so thank you for being a nice person. Have a good day. So this is a quick formula that I share often with people about when it comes to negative self-talk. The first thing we really need to do is be aware of our negative self-talk. We need to be aware of what we're saying to ourselves inside of our head. No, that doesn't make you crazy that you talk to yourself inside your head. We all do. Our brain is a magnificent creature that does amazing things. Let's be honest. Like, our brain, man, we only use a small portion of our brain. Imagine if we used all of our brain. We'd probably, like, our head would probably explode. Our brain is capable of way more than we know. I mean, we're just scratching the surface right now with what our brains can do. It's just, I can't wait to see like the research in, you know, the next 70 years, you know, that I'm alive because I planned on living to be 100. A spry 100, by the way, I'm putting that out in the universe. Just so you know, universe, I'm going to be a spry 100. You know, I'm good there. So anyways, imagine what they're going to discover in the next 70 years about our brain and, and the capabilities of it. They're discovering new things all the time. So first, you got to be aware of your negative self-talk. Catch yourself when you're doing it. You know, catch yourself and and ask yourself, like, what am I saying to myself? Am I saying I'm a shitty mom? Am I saying I'm a horrible friend? Am I saying that I'm fat? Am I saying that I am ugly? Am I saying that I'm a horrible wife? Or am I saying that I can't do this? Whatever that might be, your negative self-talk. So you need to catch yourself when you're doing it. 
The second thing I want you to do is I want you to reframe it into something positive, something positive that you can believe. You don't need to say like, if you say you're a shitty mom, you don't have to reframe it to a, I'm a phenomenal mom. Because I mean, maybe you don't believe you're a phenomenal mom, but I bet you believe that you're a good mom. I bet you believe that you're a good mom, or at least you believe that you are a good mom sometimes. So I want you to reframe it into a positive statement. It has to be a positive statement that's related to the negative statement. So it's kind of like the negative habit loop. You need to replace it with a positive habit loop. Same with your negative self-talk. You have to replace it with positive self-talk. After a while, it becomes a habit, and you're just going to start seeing the positive things to yourself instead of the negative. So you find the positive reframe. And the third thing I want you to do is then look for evidence that your positive reframe is true because our ego mind wants us to be right. It just wants us to be right all the time. So it's gonna search for evidence that we're right. Like if we say, I'm a shitty mom, it's gonna come up with all the reasons that we're a shitty mom. It's gonna be like, well, you forgot to feed the kids lunch or you forgot to pack them a lunch or you know, you yelled at them or it's going to find all the whatever. I'm just saying things that I've actually done in real life. It's going to find evidence that you are a shitty mom. But if you are like, I am a good mom, I am a good mom, you can look, your ego mind now is going to help you look for evidence if you actually try to do that, that you're a good mom. So start searching for that evidence. Why am I a good mom? Well, my kids are alive. They're clothed. They have a roof over their heads. I love them very much. You know, all of those reasons that you, the reframe, your positive reframe is true. Because remember, we want ourselves to be true. So if we're saying negative things, we want the negative, I mean, we don't actually want the negative to be true, but our ego wants the negative to be true because we want to be right. That's why change is so scary because our ego, it's safe to be in our comfort zone and, and have the same things going on. It's It's a safety thing. You know, that's why you wonder, like, people continue to have the same bad habits because it's a safety thing. You know, that saying negative self-talk, if you've been doing it long enough, it's a safety thing. It's like our safety corner that we're going to go to. So reframing that negative self-talk into positive self-talk will help so much. Leaps and bounds, leaps and bounds, leaps and bounds. I can't stress that enough. Gratitude. Gratitude. Gratitude is something that is so, 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 so important. So important. Gratitude, practicing daily gratitude will help you be able to focus on the positive aspects of your life. You know, every single morning I write in my gratitude journal. So I have a journal, I write five things I'm grateful for, and they have to be different than the five things that I wrote the day before. They have to be different. I cannot have the same five things that I had the day before, even the day before that. I try to change it up. And recently I worked with a girl. She signed up, well, she won a week's worth of coaching with me. And I was, she was like, I'm just really confused on like what I should be writing. She's like, I feel like the first day I wrote the five things I'm grateful for and the second day and now I'm like, I'm not sure what to write. I think you're overthinking it. A lot of times we overthink what we're grateful for and we're like, oh, it's got to be these big grand things. No, it can be really little things. Like I'm, I've literally wrote this before. I'm grateful for my pink sparkly nail polish. I'm grateful for the Headspace app. I'm grateful for my iPhone. Like those little things that we overlook in our lives and we don't think about 
we can be grateful for. I'm grateful I have a roof over my head. Think about the things that you might have that other people don't. There are people out there that don't have some of the things that you have. Maybe you have LuLaRoe leggings. I mean, because I'm just saying that because I'm wearing some right now. They're pink and they have red lips on, red like kissy lips on them. They're so cute. Anyways, maybe you are, you know, you have a vehicle that you really love. Well, not everybody loves their vehicle because I don't love mine. But I'm thankful I have it because I have a reliable vehicle that I can tote all of my children around in. So I may not love my vehicle, but I can definitely say that I'm grateful for it. So think about those little things in your life that you're grateful for as well. Like, what are you grateful for? What is the things in your life that you're grateful for? And I want to challenge you to start a gratitude practice. Like, an attitude of gratitude. When you are, especially when you're in that negative mindset, if you think about the things that you're grateful for, you will have a much easier time with this. Like, a much easier time cultivating a positive mindset because you are already thinking of positive things. You can do this when you start your day or when you end your day. I've heard people do both practices. I do it when I start my day because I feel like it starts my day off on the right foot. Some people end it like the end of the day because they feel like it ends their day on, off on the right foot. Just write five things you're grateful for every single day. And yes, like you know, every single day might not be completely different. You know, you might say the same thing you're grateful for like the week before, but really dig deep. A couple years ago, I shouldn't say a couple years ago, almost seven years ago, I found myself homeless with two daughters to take care of. I had no car, no job, no license. I literally only had the clothes on my back. And we did eventually go back to the house and get a few of my other items that I had, but I didn't have much left to my name. I had just left a very abusive relationship that ended with a gun being shot off in my house and a manhunt, a one-hour manhunt for my ex. It was pretty crazy. Now I look back at that and I can be thankful for the fact that I am not living in a house that should be condemned, which I was at the time. You know, it had no heat. It had only enough hot water that you could take a five-minute shower. It had no stove. It barely had walls. Like, the, it was plywood flooring. Like, it was just insane. I can't even believe that I lived there, but I did. It was reality. And now I look at my house right now. It might be a little small for my family size, but it's a nice house. Like, it's a roof over my head. Things aren't falling in. Like, it's we're well taken care of. Those are things I can be grateful for because those are things that I would have previously overlooked if I hadn't been through that. If I hadn't been through all of that, I it would be something that I would be struggling with right now to be like, oh, what am I grateful for? Well, I had nothing. So now I can be grateful for a lot of things. You know, I was in a horrible relationship. Now I can be grateful for my husband who is like the sweetest guy in the whole world. And, you know, I'm not just saying that because I married him. I'm saying that because like he puts up a lot of crap for me. He really, really does. It's actually pretty, it's pretty amazing <laughs> if I do say so myself. Like, it's pretty amazing that he can, he can do that and he can take, you know, take that in and be like, yes, okay. I love my wife. She might be a little much for some people, but I truly love her. And I'm very appreciative of that. So that attitude of gratitude is very important. Your attitude is everything when it comes to a positive mindset. Like, think about Peter Pan, you know, when he says, think happy thoughts and sprinkles the pixie dust so that people can fly. 
While if you're filling your, you know, your head with all these negative thoughts, you're going to have a really hard time flying, honey. You really are. You're going to have a really hard time flying. You need to fill your head with those positive thoughts so that you can fly and you can have that positive mindset. So I wanted a quick recap on the tips that I went over already in this. So we talked about self-care. We talked about who you surround yourself with. We talked about feeding your mind right. We talked about having an attitude of gratitude. Your attitude is everything and it's super important for all the things that you are doing. And we talked about your negative self-talk and reframing that and doing what you need to do. It is all interrelated. It all comes back to you, right? Except for like the people you surround yourself with. But again, you are surrounding yourself with them. We have a choice in life. We have a choice on whether you want to choose to have positivity in our lives or not to have positivity in our lives. And I know so often we feel like everything's out of our control. I've been there too. You know, I've been there where you would have, my stinking thinking, that's all I can think, you would not have wanted to be around me. And many people didn't. And I found myself constantly being sucked into drama and negativity and I didn't know why. That's because I allowed myself to participate in that. I allowed myself to be a part of that. I remember one time sitting on the floor of my house crying my eyes out because another military spouse had posted a really nasty comment under one of my posts. Um, You know, it was a comment about like, you know, maybe if I stop asking, you know, asking for it, it wouldn't come to me, something like that. I remember the exact burning because I let it go a long time ago and I forgave her a long time ago. But then there was like all these other spouses from my husband's command that were liking it. And I'm like just bawling my eyes out, bawling my eyes out. And like, what, what really brought this into my life? And at that time, I was attracting a lot of like drama queens into my life, a lot of negativity in my life, because I wasn't putting out that energy, that vibe, you know, and putting up those boundaries and putting that in. Come to find out the two women that were responsible for all of my pain, you know, who started all of the rumors and was, you know, causing all of this drama were like the two people that I was spending the most time with and I was surrounding myself with. It's really important that we keep ourselves high vibe, that we keep our energy up. You know, our vibes attract our tribe. (laughs) Your vibes are going to attract the right or wrong people into your life. You know, what we say, what we do, how we think, how we act, All of that is going to determine who we have in our lives. We have the right to put up boundaries and say, no, this is not how this is going to end. This is not how this is going to happen for us. You know, and and creating boundaries to other people does not mean that you're saying, I'm more important than you. That's why I have these boundaries. Or you're an awful person. That's why I have these boundaries. No, it's simply saying like, you're important. I'm important too, which means I am important enough to have an amazing high vibe life. We've said this in previous podcasts, which I will link up in the show notes about relationships, is how a lot of times it's not the fact that everybody out there that we think is awful and, you know, low vibe is like that with everybody. They have people in their lives who truly love them, who truly see the good in them, who they're truly good around. We just might be bringing out the wrong side of this person or we're allowing it to happen. You know, I've said in a previous podcast episode is it 
we're giving them permission to be like that in our lives because we didn't put up those boundaries the first time that they were, you know, mean or negative around us or they were drama. We didn't walk away. We didn't say, well, I'm not participating in this. I know that was a lot of the problems I had previously is instead of saying like, I'm not participating in this drama, I sat around and I listened. I may not have actually participated and said anything, but I was guilty for just listening to it and just being around it. Instead of coming off as like a positive, happy person, high vibe, which I truly strive to do majority of the time, I was bringing that onto myself. So it's really up to us to take ownerships of our lives and say like, where in my life is this going wrong? You know, what is causing me to have this negativity mindset? You know, what is causing me to be pessimistic about everything in my life? And I'm not saying that like some people aren't more optimistic or pessimistic, but there's, there's, you know, there's a difference. Like if your pessimism is causing you to be negative all the time and the negativity is now like leading into drama, it's a problem. It's a problem. When the common denominator in all the things is you, that might be the time that we have to look at our lives and go, okay, where's it going wrong? You know, a lot of times I'll see people and they're like, I always have the worst friendships, you know, everything falls apart. Well, there's a common denominator and we have to say like, where did, where did we go wrong? Like what, where do we need to take ownership and and make a change? And I know change is scary. We've talked about this already in the podcast. That change is so scary because it's safe to stay where we are. That's why a lot of times when you see yourself like change, make a big change, people around you are just like, like trying to drag you down, not purposely and not even consciously, but it's because it's scary to them because they're no longer in their safety zone. Things are changing. Things are different. This is crazy. And you would think that, you know, because it's your change and not their change, that it'd be okay. But, you know, you're part of their safety zone. And when we change, it makes people uncomfortable because now their status quo is changing and their ego is going, oh my gosh, we're not safe anymore. We don't know what to expect. We don't know what to see. Because you know, when things are always the same, you know what to expect. You know what's coming next. You know this is going to happen, whether it's good or bad. That's a lot of times why, you know, in abusive relationships, people will stay not only because they they feel worthless and they feel like they can't leave, but also because it's safe. You know what to expect. You know that this is going to happen. They're going to flip out. They're going to get drunk. In my case, it was, you know, they're going to get drunk, going to get high. They're going to flip out. They're going to call me a slut or whatever, but the next day it's going to be okay. You know, I knew the pattern. I knew what to expect when I was in that relationship. So really, really want to encourage you with this podcast to start working on your positive thinking. Join us in the Inspired Women community and let us support you in your positive thinking. That's a very high vibe group, I love it. And even when people vent, it's not like a woe is me vent, it's like how, how can you guys support me? Like, can you guys support me and help me out here? And not even like in a bad way, like, I need you to save me. But like, in a good way, like, do you have any recommendations? Is there something that you can do here? We're there to support you. I'm there to support you. I want to help support you in any way, shape or form, which is why I am launching a mini group program that I'm going to be running on a monthly basis this first month which will be the month of July, July 10th through August 3rd of 2017. So if you're listening to it 
other times from now, you can definitely, you know, get in contact with me and figure out when the next one's starting up. But I'm starting up so I can meet you where you're at and I can support you and keep you accountable and help you achieve these things that you want to achieve your ideal life. So you're high vibe, you're happy, you're positive, you're feeling good. And 95% of the time, you feel really great about life. And that's what I want people to, to feel. I want you to be able to achieve your ideal life and discover your secret formula for success, your secret formula for your ideal life. Not mine, not your best friends, not your mom's, but it's important that we live the life that we want to live. And of course, I mean, if you're married, you might have to take your spouse's opinion into consideration as well. <laughs> you know, and you might have to like, if you have children, consider them as well. But you can truly create your ideal life where you are right now. And positive thinking is super important to that. And I'll definitely link up the um, the sign-up page for that mini group program in the show notes so that you can join us. This first round is going to be at a reduced price because it's going to be like the tester, you know, group to see how things go. And the great thing is this is no long-term commitment. You can commit month by month. Like say you want to do four months, you do four months. You want to do one month, you do one month. You want to do six months, cool. You do one month and then a couple months later you want to do another month, that's great. It's really to meet you guys where you're at. I'm really excited to do this and be able to provide an opportunity to have that accountability, that support, you know, that really deep dive into what's going on with you, but allowing it to also be a smaller investment. So people that wouldn't normally be able to get help in this way are able to get help now. And toe dip a little bit into this whole world of, you know, getting guidance and coaching or whatever you want to call it. I've been going with guide because I feel like coach sometimes comes with that, that negative stigma. But anyways, enough said, quick recap of the five, you know, things that I suggested to help you with positive mindset. And like everything I teach, you really need to mold these into your own and find how they would work best for you and your positive thinking. They are all going to be able to work, but finding what formula, what way that they need to show up in your life to help you be a positive thinker, that's what the real secret is is it's not these you know five steps it's utilizing them in your own life in your own way in the way that you need to so the first one was self-care you got to take some time to take care of yourself mentally physically emotionally mind body soul all of it super important the second one that we talked about is you know your vibes attract your tribe definitely surround yourself with the right people and that's super important so important the third one I don't remember if the third one was negative self-talk or not. One of them was negative self-talk and reframing it and making sure that you are now replacing your negative self-talk with some positive self-talk as well. The next one was feed your mind right. Make sure that what you're surrounding yourself with, remember more more positive than negative. So for every negative, you should have five positives. Remember that ratio. So try to have that in your life. The final thing was to have an attitude of gratitude, you know, happy thoughts, those kind of things. It's like what you're thinking, what you're thinking is super, super important. So I hope this was really helpful for you guys. I hope that you will find some value in it and I'll help you have a positive um, mindset. I really want to encourage you guys to leave a review if you found this podcast something that you enjoyed so we can rise in the ratings on like iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. So more people are able to listen, more women are able to listen to the podcast and get the amazing value that's provided, not just for me, but from my guests as well. 
and share this out with your friends and family if you found value in it. It's really important, not just for my podcast, but all podcasts you listen to, because if you leave a rating review and you share it out, more people were able to get the message, more people are able to enjoy it. And this podcast is growing leaps and bounds. Like the downloads, I swear to goodness, they keep compounding and compounding. And I'm just getting so excited to see where the podcast goes. I have some ideas for next year. Yes, I will continue it next year um, to see where it goes next year as well. So I'm so excited to bring this to you guys. I hope you found these tips and all this knowledge, very valuable. And don't forget to check out the show notes for all the links and everything like that and join us in the Inspired Women community. I hope that you have a happy, healthy, thriving day, week, month, year, lifetime. It's so important that we be able to feel good majority of the time and really soak that up because we all deserve that little extra in our lives. And it's important that we be able to experience it. So thank you so much for tuning into the podcast today. I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Inspired Women podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share this out with your friends and family, and join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. I'll catch you next week.